and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Brie Godet and Matthew Ronalds from Hello Friend Foods. Well, Brie and Matthew actually are Hello Friend Foods. They're a Melbourne company making delicious vegan cheese. Quite cinematically, the pair met when Brie took an Uber Matthew was driving. They got talking about the cheeses Brie had been experimenting with, Matthew thought it would make a great business, and that was it. There's been no stopping them ever since. Hello Friend Foods make vegan mozzarella, halloumi, and a cheese sauce that is everything you were looking for in a cheese sauce. You can buy their products online or in loads of cafes, restaurants, and delis in Victoria. And they've begun branching out into New South Wales, Queensland, and the ACT as well. So hop on their website to find out how you can get your hands on the goodness. Hi. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Very well. How are Good. you? Good, thank you. So thank you for doing this. It's really great. I've just actually just watched your video on the website, so I feel like I know you already. <laughs> Now you get to meet the real unscripted author. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It beautifully shot, that video. I was so, um, I was thinking, why have I not eaten your cheese sooner? Just watching that, that cheese sauce, oh my goodness, that looks amazing. That looks like, I don't, I'm not saying it looks like a proper cheese sauce, because I don't mean that, I just mean it looks like the best kind of cheese sauce possible. <laughs> amazing. It's our personal favourite product. Like, that's what we eat the most of. Yeah, yeah. And that, um... Just the slicing into the mozzarella, just it had that squeakiness I could tell as well that, you know, again, real mozzarella has. I have to be careful when I say these things because I don't think that we want to discriminate between um, vegan cheeses and other cheeses. But um, yeah, but anyway, Brie and Matthew, thank you so much for being on Conversation with the Chef. It's a bit of a different chat, I suppose, today because, um, well, Brie, you did do a bit of chef work to prepare for making cheese but <laughs> honestly yes and no um I I mean I've been in the front of house of hospitality since I was 12 years old and never really enjoyed cooking I love baking but cooking's never been really a big passion of mine um and then it was sort of before and during my cheese journey where I was like you know what I'm gonna try my hand at the back of house see what I can learn and really um, pick up some even just basic knife skills like anything from from a proper chef you know um, so it was it was perfect timing it yeah. was it was nothing that I had planned but it was perfectly timed and I think you're right that's exactly it I think when I watch chefs doing things I always they're always so practical about the way that they even put something under the chopping board so it doesn't slip. All these things that you would think are obvious to me are not obvious. And so I think that is a good point, isn't it? And it's maybe it's learning too about um, what things go together and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. But tell me, so I've, I've read your story, but it is such a great story. So um, either Matthew or Bree, do you want to just um, tell me how it all happened, how, this, how Hello Friend came about? Well, um, so the story started before my partner's story, I guess. Um, Brie had been working on uh, little experiments in the kitchen with, with different cheese cheese prototypes um, for her friends. Um, and I couldn't find what I wanted, basically, in the, at the supermarket, so I decided to make my own. Mm. Give it a crack. You know, why not? Why not just try? Who knows? I really didn't think that there would be... <laughs> I didn't think it would get this big. I didn't think that it would be this good. Yeah. Um, 
but my problem was I didn't know how to turn it into a business. Yeah. Um, because I've just never done a food business like that before. So that's that's what yeah. I meant. This the, guy. Sorry, that was sort of yeah. my end. I should have started. Yeah. I should have led with that. I'm like, oh, I don't usually say this part. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I was driving an Uber for a while in between jobs and um, picked this one up and we had a good chat and then we became friends and told me about your, your business idea. And I was like, yeah, we, we, you, should, you should turn that into a business. Yeah. Like, like I'd always wanted to start a business. I've always wanted to get behind um, some kind of something ethical, do something good. And I also went vegan not long after meeting Bree. She convinced me to go vegan. I was already vegetarian for five years, but, uh, yeah, that, that convinced me. And then eventually I convinced you that we could, we could turn it into something good. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what happened. We, we just decided, you know, we're two kind of crazy kids and we just decided to see if this thing works. So still going from that, going from a conversation in an Uber and then to what you're doing now, um, I find that so impressive because even, you know, so the business side of it, absolutely. But also just the, because it's almost sciencey, isn't it? Making cheese, making dairy cheese is a science. So, mm. like, where did you start? Did you look up recipes? Did you see what other people were doing? Like, what was the starting point for cheese? All of the above. Yeah. Um, I just, whatever I could get my hands on, I read. Um, I watched. I, I researched dairy cheese making, um, vegan cheese making. Just... I just ate information for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, um, but then the, honestly, what the real changes came in actually doing it, actually experimenting. I mean, recipes are great, but it's, it's, it's what other people have done. So we didn't want to do that. Um, and Matthew is really, really excellent with, um, just that sciencey sort of mind. You know, I'll say, Oh, I want it to be creamier let's figure out how we can do that. And he'll come up with an idea and say, well, what if we tweaked this? You know, what if we just added this in and just, you know, pulled this from the fire a bit sooner and stuff. And so the two of us combined um, sort of, it's, it's a, it's a good recipe, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So what's your background, Matthew? Um, Nothing to do with food. Uh, I was a lighting technician for what, 10 years, 15 years. Lighting tech, and uh, I worked in hospitality, like um, bartending, uh, busing. Uh, I never really worked with food. Um, I grew up like my uh, my stepdad was good with food. Um, my dad, both my dads cooked. Um, but that was that. That's about it. Like mm. I just, I just like problem solving. I see something, and I, le- I learn how it works, and then I learn how to tweak it, and then I, I learn more about it. And I know I, I learn to look up certain things, and I don't know. It's just. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. It was a learning experience, and it still is. But I think it's. I mean, it's really interesting for me. I'm a teacher, and I think, um, you know, it is. It's interesting when when kids are in school and they have to learn stuff. It's not. It's often not till later that they find something they're really passionate about, and then they will find out everything about that thing and and do what they need to do. And I mean, I think this, obviously teachers are still useful, but but I think that um, it is amazing that necessity is such a great teacher and passion is such a great teacher. So that seems to be the case in, in your um, in your connection coming to t- coming together. Just seems it just really does seem incredible, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's you know it's sort of like fate just had a hand in it, you know, mm. to make it all this perfect storm of, of creativity and possibility. Absolutely. 
So I made, um, you know, a bit of a faux pas when I was speaking to Michael Craig at Red Sparrow, you know, because um, I said, does he make his own cheese? And he quite rightly said, well, do you ask that <laughs> people in non-vegan restaurants? And no, um, I don't. Um, so then I have taken that on board. I, I, and I get my mistake. Um, so I think obviously there is a niche for excellent vegan cheese. And I think it's only been recently that excellent vegan cheese has been around. But even then you found a, a gap. So you're doing um, the fresh mozzarella halloumi and cheese sauce are they your three products or yeah that's right yeah Yeah, those are our three core products we also came out with two limited edition products which was um a brie in puff pastry and um sort of a a herbed havarti that we created as well but those were always meant to be limited edition and people are still so sad that they're gone now so we're thinking about bringing them back seasonally perhaps yes so what what's the production i mean how how, how much cheese do you make in a week? How does it work? Oh, it, Great it, question. It varies, but um, yeah. we do it um, 10 kilo batches at the moment, still quite small mm. in what we can do. Um, and it's all handmade. You know, we make it, we make it all ourselves. We have one casual employee, um, but otherwise we've been, we've been doing it ourselves yeah, for, a lot for of two stirring, and a half years. <laughs> stirring very thick cheese with my hands. <laughs> Matthew's poor shoulders are really suffering, but... <laughs> Well, it sort of saves on gym memberships, doesn't it, if you're doing that kind of yeah. manual no, that's labor. I keep reminding him, this is like working out, it's fine. <laughs> so from start to finish, with, um, we'll say with the mozzarella, how, like how long is that process? Because I guess, you know, with other cheeses, there's a sort of a culturing and a, I don't know, a curing and a resting. Do you have to do that same sort of thing or is it a different process? No, we we don't have to do that. It's a, it's a much different process. Um it's the whole thing. Well, we can, if we had to rush, uh, um, rush a batch, it takes about, probably get the whole thing done in. Uh, Not to properly said. 12 hours, I'd okay. say. Yeah. I'd say to, to, to get it to, to, to a packaging, like to ready to package, hmm. um, which is almost nothing you yes, know when right. we think about traditional cheeses and that's what's been so great for us too is our ability to to fill last minute orders when they come in um you know we're no strangers to pulling all-nighters for our customers and i don't say that to talk ourselves up i just say because we're so passionate and we're we're so committed to um making sure people are happy um that yeah we're, we're willing we're willing to do it um but yeah, we're, we're lucky that it's kind of a, sh- a much shorter process, at least for now. Yeah. Having said that, w- when we go back into R&D mode, because, I mean, we haven't been creating recipes in a while yeah. because we've just been I spending all of our time filling orders, um, we're both really excited to go back into R&D and start to look at cultures, start yeah. lo- looking at all those exciting options you know um of what else we could make it from you know right now we use a soy base what other base could we choose and we're super super excited to do that yeah i was really interested to see that you don't so they're gluten-free and they're nut-free because i know a lot of other vegan cheeses would use um coconut oil or, or almonds and those kinds of things so um was that a conscious decision that you wanted to steer away from those to open it up to more people or is that the soy is just a better product or how did you... uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> both. Yeah. 
Um, we experimented with soy at the start because it's a better product. And then we spoke about using other bases um, and we decided to stick with that because we thought it would be better to sell, better, better on the market. Like there's no allergy problems. It's superior product. Very little allergy. I mean, Very, some, yeah, there, there's, you know, some people are allergic to soy. Yeah. Um, but but it's, I just wanted to correct you. We do use coconut oil yeah. in our products. Okay. Um, but there's no... Um, it's, it's, it's not a nut. It's not a nut product. Okay. Um, coconuts aren't, aren't technically nuts. Okay, um, yeah. And also, to be to be super clear, if there's anybody who's listening to this, um, we, we, are, we, we, are, we don't call ourselves gluten-free or nut-free at the moment only because we produce in the same space as another business who also handles gluten and nuts. Yeah. Having said that, there are no, you know, we don't include any of those things in our recipes themselves, but there could be traces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. And so I see that you're, um, that you've got lots of places that are using the cheeses in Victoria, but also in New South Wales, Queensland and ACT. There's a, an IGA, is that right? In, in the ACT, then? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Paisley IGA, they're yeah. amazing. They, they've been with us for a long time. They're, they're one of our really excellent customers. And they're very um, engaged with yeah. us as well, what's going on. It's, it's a family-run business, and they're super supportive, yeah. and it's so lovely. Yeah. Which, which was easier to just go meet these wonderful people, mm. you know, just hop on a plane, but we're not doing that anytime soon. No. <laughs> no, well, no, that's, that's right. So how did you – I imagine with um, when you've got a really excellent product, a lot of it's word of mouth, but um, how, did you get the, how did you get the word out there in the first place to so – when did, when did you actually launch? Because I know you talked – there was 2018 mentioned, but when did Hello Friend launch? April of April. 2018. Okay. Um, we, it was all word of mouth, to mm. be honest. Um, we weren't meant, to, we weren't meant to launch until May. We were going to launch at the, at the big, big vegan market. Big vegan market. Um, but a friend of ours found our not quite finished Facebook page <laughs> that we'd, we'd published for some reason, but we'd never put it out there. And we were still working on it. And she ended up finding it. it, sharing it with everyone. And orders started coming in. And we thought... We weren't ready at we all. Sh- we, should, um, we should jump on the on the hype. Yeah. Um, and we started taking orders immediately. Yeah. And the yeah. hype hasn't stopped. <laughs> we kind of expected, you know, a bit to slow down. But, um, yeah, we, we didn't have to actually go out and seek out any sales or talk to, to like, you know, go sell, basically. Uh, for about a year, a year and a half after we launched, because people just kept coming to us, mm. and we had a waiting list. And, and I mean, what a good, a what a good problem to have! <laughs> you know, we were we were so excited to have to have such interest. Yeah, absolutely. I do know that. Um, you know, I was watching the video, and, and the, you had all those beautiful recipes you were making with the cheesy bread and the cheesy pasta and all those kinds of things. I really liked the way that you talked about um, opening food that's kind up to more people. So, and and also producing a product that was so delicious and so close to other foods people really enjoy, but they want to steer away from food that perhaps is less kind. So, could you talk a little bit more about that? Uh, I guess one of the reasons we decided to push this as a business, because at the start of the cheese thing, it was like, oh, should we do cheese or should we do meats or should we do some other product? We chose cheese because was, um, when we talk to vegetarians who want to transition to vegan, they go, I can't give up cheese. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, we found that, you know, basically everyone that we talked to, and this was my personal experience as well, cheese is the last thing to give up. It's like the last stand. I was vegetarian, um, still eating cheese. I'd given up everything except for cheese for a full year before I was like, 
okay, I need to get this done. And that's because cheese is chemically addictive. Mm. It's designed to have the calf coming back to its mom over and over again for it. Um, so it makes sense as to why people can't, well, not that they can't, but they have a lot of trouble dropping it. It makes mm. perfect sense. And, and we don't judge anyone. Like that's, it's really important for us to not judge people for what they choose to eat, um, but just to offer them an alternative if they choose to, yeah. you know, a lot of people, a lot of our customers aren't vegan at all. They're vegetarian or they're, they're just lactose intolerant mm. or, you know, we just want to create a product that is, you know, can be enjoyed by everyone that you can share with everyone that if you're having a dinner party and you have a vegan, a vegetarian, a, a lactose intolerant person, a, a this person, a this person, she's not free. This guy is gluten free, you know, that they could come over and they could, all enjoy it. Um, we want to make it really easy for people. And yeah. we also want to allow people to have easy access to more ethical options yeah. because, you know, changing over to a vegan lifestyle is a pretty big deal for a lot of people. There's a lot of changes that you ha that you have to make if you yeah. like to go down that route. Um, and we understand that that's not for everybody and we don't expect it to be. Mm. So yeah, it's sort of where we come from. Yeah, and I guess um, increasingly people are trying it out or at least having, you know, a few vegan or meat-free days or having a, a largely plant-based diet. Um, you know, with all the talk of Sir David Attenborough and the, um, the 2040 video and all the a film documentary, the way that, um, you know, it is, I guess, a way that individuals can make a difference you know, from, from home. So some of those problems seem so enormous, but I guess, as you say, it's making an ethical choice that, um, that can make a difference. So, um, and, and to, to continue on what you were just saying, that's, you know, a, a million individuals making a small shift is a huge shift. Mm. That's the thing. You don't have to make these massive sweeping changes. You can make a little change. You can, you know, pick the, the non-dairy cheese one time. And even that once you're making an impact, making a difference in the lives lives of uh, people cows the planet you know yeah and just to finish can you I mean I, I it seems obvious from watching your film of uh, your little video clip on the on the website and also from talking to you where the name came from because you both um obviously really you know you really are actually embracing the for me the ethos of hospitality which is um you know passion and sharing and looking out for other people um, but can you just maybe explain where the name hello friend came from well we were trying to work yeah. out what the name was we had a list of many awful names for the business um, at the start terrible and, and we knew they were wrong but we're like well we just gotta brainstorm we'll come up with something eventually and we're walking around the block just trying to have a have a think and um, a dog walked past and Bree does what she always does when she sees an animal she wants to touch or play with or interact with. She goes, hello, friend. And um, I went, oh, that's it. That's, that's what we should call it. <laughs> and, and as soon as he said it, I was like, that's it. Yes. And it was, it was that from then on, like it was a hundred percent. We knew it. Amazing. Thank you so much um, for bearing with me through mind blanks and so on. I've actually never done a conversation with a chef over Zoom before. I always do prefer um, in person, but I mean, the, the latterly I've been doing them over the phone. But um, it is actually really great doing it over Zoom, but it does bring another kind of <laughs> dynamic <Yeah>. or distraction <laughs> to, the, to the conversation. But um, it's been so lovely to see you both and to, um, to meet you Likewise. on Zoom. And thank you for sharing your story.
Thank you. It's been so great having us on. Like it's, it's been so great being here with you. It's, yeah. You know, we don't, honestly, we don't get to do these things too often. Oh, so, great. so we feel very special <laughs> and um, you've been lovely. So oh, thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.